0: Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in NABIP's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, the Washington update giving you a head start on your healthcare happy hour as i'm sure all of our listeners are aware the open enrollment period or oep is well underway Running from November 1st through January 15th, although consumers will actually get one additional day to enroll this year as January 15th falls on a federal holiday, the OEP is the opportunity for millions to get covered, especially those who have lost coverage during the Medicaid unwinding. In addition to the OEP, we have some very exciting news about one of our oldest legislative priorities, employer reporting relief. On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, John Green and Michael Andell are back to discuss all of this. So welcome back to the podcast, guys. As I mentioned, the OEP just began this week on Wednesday, November 1st. Are there any resources available to members during the OEP?
1: Dan, I'm glad you mentioned that. There are a lot of resources that NABIP offers this year. There's a link on the description of the podcast today that we're also going to share with you in other places where you can also use a press kit to create print ads, social media campaign, et cetera. And beyond that, our media campaign to share the news about the find an agent tool was picked up by several hundred news outlets. In addition, we shared the find an agent tool and other tools with Capitol Hill to let them know that NABIT is a resource for open enrollment.
0: So, consumers will be seeing slightly fewer plans in the platform during this OEP. As a reminder, the final 2024 Notice of Benefit and Payment Parameters, released this past April, creates new limits regarding what plans are presented. So, would you mind reviewing this new regulation and how it will impact what consumers see?
2: So, carriers will only be able to offer four non-standardized plans for each standardized plan offered. For OEP 2025 and onward, carriers will be able to offer just two non-standardized plans for each standardized plan. When the administration initially proposed this change, Nabib suggested using the approach utilized in many state-based exchanges, including Penning, which is Pennsylvania, and Covered California. And that approach involves using technology and customers' preferences to narrow down plan choices and lead them to the most appropriate products. Multiple state-based exchanges asked enrollees to complete a coverage survey before beginning the enrollment process. And the answers to those survey questions filter and sort the plan results made immediately available to prospective enrollees. But the bottom line for NAPIP is that we believe in choices and, and more choices, We think is better. I don't think that consumers are and agents are incapable of sorting through the many choices that they have.
0: But unfortunately, the administration did not heed our suggestion in this area. So folks will see four non-standardized plans for each standard option offered during this OEP. Additionally, there is a new regulation in place since earlier this year for those enrolling consumers in federally facilitated marketplace states in addition to any state-based exchange that also has their own similar regulation in place. So Michael, would you mind reminding folks about that?
1: Yes, as of June 18th, agents and brokers must obtain documentation that consumers that they're working with have reviewed their eligibility for applying for coverage. So NABIP has a sample form right there on the main website that you can use, that's CMS compliant.
0: Okay, now let's talk employer reporting. So we discussed this bill, well, we've discussed this bill many times on the podcast over the years, but we most recently discussed it in June when the Employer Reporting Improvement Act passed the House of Representatives. And now it has finally been officially introduced in the Senate, so it's certainly worth detailing once more. So would you mind talking about the specific ways that this bill would ease the burden of the reporting process?
2: So yes, we are very pleased about the dropping of the bill in the Senate, and it's been a long journey, about 10 years or so, but I think we're in a good place. So while it's not prospective as we had uh, requested or wanted, Treasury said they could not handle that. So it won't be prospective. However, it still has a number of really good guardrails. So it has guardrails on how long an employer has to send a demand letter to an employer uh, requesting information and to pay a penalty. The reason we added that is that we noticed that their audits are so far behind that you know, without any sort of limitation on that, they they could ask you 10 or 15 years afterward. So it conforms to whatever the statutory and regulatory limits are in place as of that time. It also removes the requirement for supplying social security numbers, which are really not necessary in the first place. And with all the breaches occurring, we think that is uh, really a safeguard for employers and the last thing that it does is it allows employers greater time to respond to the irs inquiry this is really important because doing it by slow mail as you know during the pandemic was literally impossible there was no one there to get the mail and i think it makes sense to expand that time
0: for employers to respond this bill was accompanied by another similar bill that would also provide relief for employers in this area so would you mind speaking a bit about that one yeah so
2: the paperwork reduction act so this is a great companion bill for the employer reporting bill and there was a couple of reasons for combining them other than their similarities is that we were able to get co-sponsors equal in measure between democrats and republicans on both of these bills. And there is a hope that this bill could be in fact what they call hotline to expedite its journey to the floor and to the president's desk. So what the Paperwork Reduction Act does is it eases employer reporting of ACA requirements by allowing employers the option uh, to allow employees to request their form 1095C online. Employers are mandated to provide the Form 1095-C to employees, and this requirement can be satisfied through electronic distribution so long as the IRS regulations are properly followed. And permitting employers to request a 1095-C from their employer online is just another common-sense
0: addition to the existing reporting requirements. So, all of that being said, we are now in November, we are reaching the end of the year, and there are still budgets to pass. So where do you think our employer reporting bill will fit into everything that's happening?
2: So a lot of, because of what's gone on, in, particularly in the House of Representatives with the speaker shakeup, a lot of things will be deferred to the end of the year. And it'll, it'll fall down to the lowest common denominator in terms of those things that they will move under a tight calendar, so that means they have to be bipartisan and bicameral. The employer reporting bill is one of those, you know, laws or, or proposals that fits that requirement. But if they are able to hotline it, it's possible that it could actually go a little bit quicker. But given that you know we're already in November and uh, next month is the end of the year. You know, if it falls to the end of the year, we at least know it will be in that batch of things that can move at at the end of the year. So we're hoping uh, that we will be toasting whatever this bill number is and the final law passage at the end of the year.
0: It is now time for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So who are we toasting to this week?
2: So this week, we're going to start with our champions on the Senate side who have taken up this mantle for champion our employer reporting bill, and that would be Senators Warner, Thune, Mastro, and Todd Young.
1: Also, we want to toast all of our agents who are kicking off open enrollment week. Good luck, everybody. Cheers!
0: Cheers. Thank you for joining us for NABIP's Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. For more information on NABIP's government affairs efforts or to become a member, visit NABIP.org.